Welcome to Northern Goal, the football podcast from the Evening Express and Press and Journal. I'm Ryan Crail, and today for this, it's a, it's a Tuesday episode, but it's a special episode. I'm joined by Paul Third and Andy Skinner. How are we, folks? Good, thanks. Aye, all good, Ryan. Never a dull day, dull day in the north. No, so I was expecting the whole, the whole sort of period that we're currently in, the, the off-season, as it were, to be just guest episodes, things like that, maybe a little bit of transfer news here and there. But yesterday we had the bombshell, bombshell, the unexpected bombshell, I must say, that John Hughes will not be continuing as Ross County manager. So we thought we'd put together a little reaction special on that. The club statement from the Staggies said that John had decided to explore further football options um, and with the imminent expiry of his contract, he'll leave the club. Thanked him for his time keeping County in the Premiership. Um, said it was a great success, but Roy McGregor and him have decided, well, we think they've decided amicably to go their separate ways. County talking about um, taking stock of their position and working to deliver us a long-term strategic plan going forward, probably with a view to get County away from relegation battles in future seasons and looking upwards in the top flight. So, as I said, I got the sense it was mutual and both parties, maybe maybe, maybe John Hughes done the United jobs going, maybe John Hughes has got other irons in the fire, maybe Roy McGregor has got already names that he's lined up and has thought of for the, the Ross County top job, but... Adi, did did you get the sense that it was was a mutual decision? I think so. I mean, we we certainly knew that uh, John Hughes had been speaking to Roy McGregor for the past week or so, ever since County secured survival on the last day down at Motherwell. Um, you know, he made it clear that he was going to be in Dingwall for the you know the, the next two weeks or so, just to to go through um, you know quite forensically the the plan ahead for the for the Staggies and. That's clearly something that Roy McGregor has has mapped out. Um, you know, he did a, a, a club television interview, uh, Roy McGregor, earlier this week, where he he spoke quite candidly about the the club kind of resetting its goals and setting new values. Um, County have been fighting relegation for the the last two years since they they came back up into the Premiership, and the challenge now, as you touched on, is for them to to try and work their way further up the table, which is clearly going to be a difficult task with, you know, Hearts and Dundee now both coming up to the, the top flight and, you know, they'll have similar designs on on not being anywhere near that relegation zone. So um, probably is going to be the, the hardest premiership in, in years and, you know, County are likely to be written off by, by a lot of people next season. But, um, you know, there clearly is an appetite to, to try and consolidate their position in that, that top flight and, you know, I'm sure these are conversations that were had between manager and chairman over the the past week, and you know, it seems that they've probably got different ideas on on how you know they were going to build on on what John Hughes had done, which was undoubtedly a success in the in the task that uh, that he was set out when he came in. You know, his his remit was to to ensure County's survival in the top flight, um, but you know, the the job now ahead is probably one of a, a rebuild given the, the number of players out of contract and um, you know perhaps between the, the two of them um, you know Roy McGregor maybe feels as if a, a different direction is required now um, and maybe John Hughes you know it didn't uh, 
you know didn't fancy the uh, you know the new remit that was that was laid out to him, and you know fancies giving something else a, a crack. But uh, no time will tell on uh, on where County go from here. I, I see it slightly differently. For uh, looking at it, surely Roy wanted John Hughes to continue in the job. I mean, I, I keep replaying this fifty-minute YouTube end of season interview show that they did. Uh, it went out at the weekend. And John Hughes is on it, talking quite openly. Roy McGregor's talking about it. They've got players talking, picking up their awards, what have you. You don't do all that if you're then going to say cheerio at your manager who kept you up 24 hours later. Surely. I I, I, I can't escape the feeling that there must be, as Andy put it, irons in the fire elsewhere. And it does look at Tannadice. It does point towards Dundee United for me. I feel as if, I mean, yesterday was incredible. With, in terms of a managerial merry-go-round kick-starting in Scottish football, you've got John Hughes leaving Ross County, Mickey Mellon leaving Dundee United, John Hughes linked with Dundee United. You've got Ross County now looking for a new manager. Carly Thistle are still looking for a head coach. You've got Barry Ferguson leading Kelty Hearts to promotion, then quitting a day later, and it looks like he's going to Alloa who have a vacancy because Peter Grant has stepped down and he's now in talks with Dunfermline. It's just, <laughs> it's unbelievable. Everyone just seems to be, right, that's me off, on to the next one. And I, I really have a, a feeling that John Hughes is going to Dundee United. I get the same sense, perhaps, Paul. Um, when the news broke yesterday, the the fan reaction, Paul Chalk, our colleague, he, he asked the fans for their views and they delivered... Um, I think for the most part there was a there was disappointment that having kept the club up and delivering those three wins to end the season that he wasn't given the chance. Um, if that was the case, um, that it was a club decision to not give him the chance to stay on, we've already said we're we're not really sure if that was the case. But I mean, some fans saying things like um, John Hughes doesn't have the best record for squad building. Um, also saying things like the football, I'm not sure I recognise this, but the football was bad to watch. I actually thought the football was... The one thing you couldn't say about Ross County over the last season was that there weren't goals in their games. Um, what, do you recognise the squad building comment, Andy? To, to an extent. I mean, I suppose where that's maybe levelled at him is because, you know, when he came into Inverness and, you know, went on to achieve great things... You know, that was with Terry Butcher's team, which he inherited. He, he didn't do a great deal of recruitment um, in the in the job prior to, to winning the, the Scottish Cup. And then, obviously, after, um, you know, that great success, you know, he lost the, the bulk of that team very quickly, which, to be fair, it's maybe a bit of an unfair thing to, to point at him because, you know, how, how do you build on on a season like that with Inverness, it was always going to be probably downhill from there. Um, but I think on, on the football that they were playing, I mean, John Hughes made it clear when he came in that, you know, it wasn't going to be his his usual, you know, nice in the eye style of play that was was going to be coming to Dingwall. It was very much a, a, a results-driven focus given, you know, just the precarious situation that county were in at the time um and where i think maybe a wee bit of you know disappointment comes in from from fans is the 
the fact that this pre-season period would have given John Hughes a, a chance to implement some of that and put a, a bit of his own stamp on the side added to the fact that, you know, as I mentioned earlier, the vast majority of counties squad is out of contract now. And, you know, John Hughes has already been in there for five months. We'll have as good an idea as anybody um, as to, to who should stay and who should go and what's needed. Um, so I think that really puts the onus on Roy McGregor now to, to act quickly and, and decisively, you know, on what the, the next plan is because, you know, they, they really don't have too much time to, to get the squad fully up and running. Um, you know, it's just the, over a month or so really before the, the Betfred Cup begins. So, you know, time is of the essence here and with a, you know, the bulk of the squad out of contract, it's, um, you know, potentially a very big rebuild job that's needed. The The, the club statement obviously reference the chairman's desire and I think there's a, a statement from Ron McGregor has come out this season about this morning sorry about um well, the club said long-term strategy was the aim going forward um, Ron McGregor said um, the headline of his his comments is that we need to uncover our identity again and what Ross County stands for is this do we get the sense there there might be a plan here to recruit from recruit a new boss from within the club? Obviously, before Stephen Ferguson and Stuart Kettlewell as co-managers taking the club up from the Championship, they were club figures. They were steeped in Ross County. Um, Stuart Kettlewell then took the job on his own when Stephen Ferguson moved upstairs. It didn't quite work out, but do you think that Ross County are effectively maybe going to try and have another go at that? Well, I, I suppose think that's Sorry, on you go, Paul. I think I think that's a risky strategy at this point. The club's just stayed up by the the skin of its teeth, and as Andy's just said, there there's a big rebuild needed. So many decisions to be made on guys who are out of contract, and you need an experienced pair of hands at the helm. For me, I, th- I think Ross County, as every manager is saying in the Premiership, next season is going to be the most competitive. Premiership we've had in years. We've got the two Dundee clubs, the two Edinburgh clubs, the big two in Glasgow. Aberdeen are looking to rebuild. It's going to be, it's going to be pretty harem, scare them down the bottom of that that table again. And uh, I think you're looking for someone who's been over the course and, and knows what they're doing. It, it would be a risk, a real risk, given you disbanded the Stuart Kettlewell project midway through the season to go back to starting with a, a, a rookie manager. I mean, if they do recruit from within, then I suppose all um, signs would point towards Don Cowie, who's you know only started his coaching career last summer. Um, I mean, Stuart Kettlewell was a lot more prepared than than that. You know, when he came in alongside Stephen Ferguson initially, um, you know, with the work that he'd done with County's development squad. Um, I mean, where there might be a, a difference. In terms of Don Cowie's background, I mean, I'm, I don't mean this in any slight against Stuart Kettlewell, but uh, you know, Don Cowie has played at a, a very high level in England, and you know, the the idea of of him maybe approaching some of the the experienced figures that he's maybe played under and played alongside down there as as some sort of managerial team um, might appeal to to Roy McGregor just to. You know, draw upon some of his experience from his time down south, but um, I, I do think that would that would come with risk as well. Um, I mean, because there 
and there aren't too many candidates that are that are jumping out from from out with but uh yeah no you'd certainly think that a, an experienced pair of hands would uh would, would be the safest option to to go down the route of at this stage as a team we obviously enjoy bandying names about when these sort of situations um come about we like to suggest realistic candidates unrealistic candidates candidates from the highland league the juniors um, we like to put forward our own columnists. Um, so there's a fair mix of names in our in our WhatsApp group at the moment of, of the ones that have been put forward. Who are who are ones that might be good options for Ross County? The one that, the one that strikes me is the suggestion that John Kennedy, when he leaves Celtic in the summer, which well it is the summer, but when he leaves when he leaves Celtic, um, and as is expected, Eddie Howe arrives for their job. Is the Ross County job maybe one that? John Kennedy, you think we'd consider taking as his first job as a permanent full-time first-team manager, and would would Roy McGregor want John Kennedy based on what we've seen this season? I think uh, with John Kennedy, he he does seem like he's he's been kind of groomed for a you know managerial career. Um, you know, he has been linked with other jobs in the past, but you know, he's he's kind of chosen to to continue his apprenticeship at Celtic um, as part of the, the system there where where it might not you know suit county is the fact that there I mean there still is the the ongoing situation with Eddie how you know the, the noise is that you know that could be confirmed very soon but I don't think it is clear if John Kennedy is going to have a role at Celtic uh, you know once as and when Eddie Howe comes in. I don't think that situation has been made clear yet. So, um, you know, that just kind of further adds to the the waiting game as far as Roy McGregor would be concerned. So, I don't know if that would complicate things if if they're looking to make a a speedy appointment. For me, the the question that's going to shape who comes in is what is the level of Roy McGregor's ambition? For Ross County, he's a football club. He's talking about we need to rediscover our identity. He needs to tell the fans. He needs to tell. He can use us to do that if he likes. We're quite happy to have have Roy on whenever he wants. But he needs to outline what that vision for the club is and then build the club around a, a central figure who's going to deliver it. And John Kennedy, I put him in the same category as Don Cowie in terms of actual managerial experience. It's it's one thing taking over at Celtic when the season's done and dusted and there's no fans in. If the fans had been in, I don't think John Kennedy would have been anywhere near the first team interim coaching role at, at Celtic Park in the second half of the campaign. I don't think the fans would have would have taken it at all. They would have been quick to let the the club know that the, they weren't they weren't happy with that. If you're if you're looking for some a, a name to throw in for me and again, this comes back to the ambition I've just touched on. Why not have a punt at Stephen Robinson? Might feel he's got a point to prove after leaving Motherwell. He'll certainly have a, a decent budget at Ross County. Um, scope to go and really mould a, a squad as he sees fit. I, don't, I, I think he'd be a good appointment. Just put, throwing him out there. That's a good point, Andy. Paul's talking about level of ambition. How much money Roy McGregor is willing to throw at this long-term Ambition they've got this this county's budget stretched to a, a Neil Lennon, a Derek McInnes. Are there any other names that stand out for you that you've seen mentioned? Uh, Stephen Robinson was one that came to my mind as well, um, just as experience of, I suppose, steering a, 
you know, a provincial club like Motherwell to to the sort of success that you know County would would be delighted with. You know, he had them, you know, in third place uh, just well only the season before last. Um, you know, qualified for Europe, and you know they had some cup final uh, outings as well. Um, it's you know that sort of thing that would that would really um, you know kind of boost the spirits at Dingwall if they were you know able to to achieve anything like that. So you know that experience might be something that Roy you know draws upon in terms of the budget. I mean, I think they although you know there is going to be ambition there, they they also have to to try and be sustainable as well because. Um, you know, it's obviously been a, a challenging year financially for for, for county as, as it has been for for every team. And when they came back up from the the championship, they they largely kept faith with the the same squad. Um, they didn't do anything drastic as they maybe have in the past. There there hasn't been the same sort of January firefighting. And I think Roy McGregor is keen to to try and make you know the club that bit more. Kind of self-sustaining, um, just knowing that uh, you know they can't rely on him every time they find themselves in a, a spot of bother. It's it's certainly not a, a long-term framework for them. Um, so I think that there, there is a balance to be struck there. Um, so I, I, I wouldn't see it being a, a Derek McInnes or Neil Lennon type, but uh, you never know. You might fancy one last crack at it. But it's going to be so tough. I mean, look, look, look at the league next year. You could make a fair prediction at this point who you think five of the top six would be at a split. Celtic, Rangers, Aberdeen, Hibs, probably Hearts, and then you're looking at St Johnston and Dundee United fighting out for that sixth spot as it stands. So if you're looking to try and creep into being a, a top six team, that's going to take investment. And as we've seen, the gap between seventh and twelfth in the Premiership is pretty slim. It's, it's going to be really, really a huge challenge for all the clubs in the bottom half of the, the top flight next season. And the only way that you're not in there is by investing in your team. Okay, so a lot of a lot of uh, questions to be answered there. Andy, any time frame we're expecting on when County could have somebody in place? I know we've already said that like, there's not that much time, but uh, do we know when when applications are being asked for by or when at that stage yet? Not not quite sure on that one yet. Um, I guess it will depend on, you know, as we've kind of alluded to earlier, whether Roy McGregor has a, a preconceived idea of the man he wants to go for. Um, in the past, he has acted quite quickly. I remember when uh, Jim McIntyre and Billy Dodds were sacked a, a few years ago. Owen Coyle was in the building within a couple of days. You know, he, he clearly had that one lined up in his head as being the, the succession plan um when Stuart Kettlewell lost his job in in December John Hughes was was in place within 48 hours um so it, you know if, if Roy McGregor knows who he wants to go for and if, if you know if he's got a a feel for for that person's interest in the in the job then you know it could be a, a quick appointment but um you know failing that then you know I'm sure it'll be a an application process which could go on for for any amount of time really um it really just uh, you know the onus is very much on Roy here to um to sort of outline his his vision by 
you know, selecting the the appropriate successor to John Hughes. I'm going to put you in the spot here, Andy. Two clubs either side the Cassette Bridge. Which one gets a manager slash head coach first? Uh, I think we'll probably be looking at a, an Inverness appointment first. I, th- I think they're they're well down the road, having you know had all their their applications in. But um, aye, it's a good good question that. Uh, we shall we shall wait and see, but uh, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if we've we've got something either way by the the end of this week. And it'll be interesting to see as well whether in the next week we find out a bit more about what John Hughes' plans are. Okay, so I think that concludes this episode of Northern Goal. Um, as I said previously, there will be guest episodes over the coming days. And weeks we're actually recording one tonight but that, that should be out on friday so i won't spoil it for you all um thanks for this episode though to andy and paul cheers guys thanks ryan no problem if you've enjoyed this episode you can like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app you can also email us at northerngoal at dctmedia.co.uk and until next time see you later bye bye Hope you loved the episode, and if you did, we'd be grateful if you could leave us a review or rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to pick up your copies of the Press and Journal and Evening Express every day for the best football writing and analysis in the North.